Unlocking the secrets to better parenting on Growing Pains. With Malaysia currently under movement control order due to the COVID-19 outbreak, how do all these things affect our children? Uh, we're speaking to pediatrician and specialist in neonatology, Dr. Anusri Narayanan from Pantai Hospital KL. So doctor, is it true that children are less susceptible to COVID-19 as compared to older folks? Firstly, I think we just need to be a bit careful using the word susceptible. Okay. Um, we need to differentiate between children who are infected and children who have symptoms. In a way, we in Malaysia, especially now, we are benefiting from the fact that the wave has peaked and, and gone down in China. So we've got quite a lot of data coming out of China now to tell us what to expect in kids. And for most of the data that we're getting, we're seeing that children who are part of contact tracing, let's say if someone's positive and then they go out and trace everyone in their household or their family, and when they have screened everybody, they yeah. find that as many children are positive as adults. So it means that children can catch COVID just as much as adults can. Mm-hmm. The only difference is that above 90% of these children who are positive either did not have any symptoms at all or they just had a mild cough. Only a very small percentage had a severe cough and uh, had some x-ray changes, but it was a very small percentage, only about 5 or 6% of all the children who were positive. So that's interesting for us in the sense it's a little bit reassuring that children don't seem to get a severe end of the disease, mm. but it's worrying because if they are positive, we don't really know the reason why they're not showing signs of the disease. We don't know if they're just going to show it later or what is even more worrying is that they're going to be transmitting this disease around because they're well and um, in a situation where at the moment everyone's on the movement control order Mm -hmm. but once kids start going out again are they going to be carrying COVID without knowing it and transmitting it to people who would get severe diseases like adults or the elderly so that's quite a big concern at the moment so it's not that kids don't get it it's just that they don't seem to cope with it quite well the only exception to this seems to be children under the age of one babies. Now we already know that for most respiratory viruses when they get it, it tends to affect their lungs pretty fast. Mm. They get a condition called bronchiolitis and this is common in all other respiratory viruses. Older children just get a cold but babies under one tend to get a bit of lung problem, wheezing and needing to be admitted to hospital. So it seems to be the same with COVID. Babies seem to get a slightly worse disease than older kids but generally across the spectrum it seems to be milder than other respiratory viruses that we know. Is there an age range where children are at their strongest and they're able to fight the virus? From the data that come out, the children who are between 5 and 10 seem to have the least symptoms. The younger ones may have a bit of symptoms, but the ones between 5 and 10 are really just completely well. Interesting. Okay, yeah. It is very interesting. Yeah. More so because we can't quite explain it. There have been cases of children who are 13 to 15 years of age who've had symptoms and needed to be admitted. We don't really have huge data to look at, but from what we've seen, beyond puberty, you seem to be in the susceptible adult group. We are not sure actually why certain young people are dying of this disease. Yeah. It could be the load of virus that they're exposed to. So we know that the more the virus spreads from the primary case, if you catch it from the primary person, you probably have a more severe disease than 10 steps down the line. Mm. So we don't know if the person who, the 34-year-old who passed away, got a higher viral load or whether there was anything wrong with him underlying that yeah. uh, caused him to have a severe disease. Doctor, can COVID-19 transfer from pregnant mothers to their unborn babies. I mean, I remember reading a case where this newborn baby was tested tested positive, but doctors were 
unsure whether the baby contracted virus in utero or after birth. From what we have seen from the studies throughout the world in China, Japan and Italy, babies who are separated from the mother straight after delivery all tested negative. The one case that seems to come out in the papers, even though it's not been fully established, it seems to be that the mother was handling the baby after birth and it could just have been from droplet spread like it normally spreads. Mm. Uh, that's why the baby tested positive. Interestingly, all the babies who were tested in China from COVID positive mothers were negative. There were some that had illnesses needed to go into an ICU for oxygen and all, but even those tested negative. So we're pretty sure that it's not transferred in utero? It's not in utero, but there's one caveat for deliveries. If the mother is positive, we know now that the COVID virus is excreted in the stool. So we are not sure whether a baby being born by vaginal delivery would be at more risk because obviously when the baby comes out of the womb of the vaginal mm. canal, whether that area is colonized with the virus. I see. Okay, so increasingly women who are known to be positive, their doctors are tending to deliver them by cesarean. But again, the evidence is not clear yet. Is the treatment for children different from the treatment given to adults to combat COVID-19? Yes, largely the treatment for this is supportive, meaning that we support the bodily functions in whatever way we need to. There are no specific drugs that work against COVID, even in the adults. The drugs that are being trialed are other antiviral drugs, certain drugs that were previously used to treat HIV, drugs that are previously used to treat malaria, even certain antibiotics now. So they're trying different centers are trying different drugs. So some of these drugs, if they are found to work, they can be used in children. So the recommendation would be the same. Of course, adjusting the dose mm. based on the child's weight. So far, no children have needed treatment because treatment is reserved for those with severe illness. Yeah. So at the moment, not had to use any of those trial drugs yet. But if the situation were to arise, yes, most of those drugs can be extrapolated to be used in kids. Now, some have claimed that even after recovery, their lungs are still 20 to 30% less functional. Would, would this be the same for children who may not test positive for COVID-19? I think it's unlikely if they did not have any symptoms, it's unlikely that the lung got affected in the first place. The ones who did have symptoms, for example, the under ones, we have to wait and see. Children, from what we know from other viral infections, when babies get bronchiolitis, even some of them who get it frequently, they tend to have a slightly sensitive lung for the first few years of life and they tend to be a little bit more prone to wheezing. So we don't really know what the long-term effects are. We can only make an intelligent judgment that if they did not exhibit any symptoms that they would not have any long-term effect. I don't think the virus would remain dormant and then suddenly show up with a poor lung function when they're in their teens or 20s. I don't think this will happen. What can parents do to make sure their children are safe? from this virus outbreak, Doctor? The most important thing that parents can do is to prevent themselves from getting infected. So if children, at the moment, since we have the movement control order in place, the only place the children are going to get the infection from is from their parents. Mm. So parents have to be very careful of their movement. I think Malaysians have been a little bit slow to understand the implications and the weight of the issue, and I still see a lot of people moving around on the road. The issue is that if a parent were to go out of the house, whether it's to get groceries or to attend to whatever 
essential business there is. When they come home, they need to not handle the child, not handle anything at home, go straight to the toilet, take off all their clothes, have a shower, cleanse themselves before touching your children. So this virus cannot be seen, which is probably what makes it difficult to understand. But yeah. imagine that you are covered in mud and you come home, you're not really going to hug your child immediately. Oh no, I've done that. I've hugged my child when I got home from work. I guess I should go from the studio straight home to a shower before handling my children, right? Yes, ideally. This, we, we have to be a little bit obsessive about this because we don't know enough about the virus to tell you what's safe and what's not. Mm. So overcompensation is better than under. So shower, discard all the clothes that you were wearing and discard meaning put it straight in the wash and then maintain hand hygiene all the time. You need to wash hands for at least 40 seconds with soap and water or clean with the sanitizer. Mm. Maintain hygiene around the house. So the, the most important vector is the adult. And if people are still going out for any particular reason that is unavoidable, when you come home, don't touch anyone at home until you've had a shower. Do you believe the movement control order in Malaysia is enough to stop the spread of COVID-19? My personal opinion and seeing the way it has spread in all the countries throughout the world is that this thing is going to go big before it settles down. Yeah. Our clusters, the, the last one week of clusters, the majority of cases were from the gathering, the public gathering. But what we don't know now is everyone from that gathering now went out and then everyone else is incubating it and we don't know. It's the honest answer. Mm. And then when we MCO started, everyone congregated at the transport terminal and went back to Kampong and brought possibly virus with them. Yeah. So doctors are actually expecting that in 10 days' time that we're going to see a worse wave, far-reaching wave. That's what we're worried about. So while the public cases now have come down and we might see a few days where our numbers go down, I don't think that's the end of it. So I expect that firstly, if people are not adhering to the movement control order, we'll have no choice but to go into lockdown. Secondly, come April 1st, if, if we're in a third wave, then we're Probably more drastic measures need to be taken. It's day seven of the MCO, and we here at Light would like to remind you to please stay at home. Do your part to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. Because staying at home helps protect your loved ones, your neighbors, and those on the front lines together. Let's stay positive, stay safe, and stay at home. The question is, how do we talk to our children about it? We're speaking to Alicia Ng, Senior Clinical Psychologist at Growing Space Psychology Centre. What if a child's parent or relative is quarantined for COVID-19 or maybe receiving treatment at a hospital? How do we explain to the child about this? I feel it's important to be honest to the child that their parents or family members is being quarantined for the virus. Reassure the child yeah, that the doctors and nurses are working really, really hard to make sure that their parents or relatives get better again. So do allow the child to talk to you or ask you questions that they might have about the virus, about the treatment or the well-being of their family member. Once everything is settled, how do we reassure our children that everything is fine? Once everything is settled, you can actually keep them updated by sharing progress and measures that has been put in place in our country or in their schools. 
reassure them that things are under control now and that we have received you know, clearance or assurance from the government or authorities that it's okay to go about our daily lives like usual. But do continue to make yourself available because you know children may need extra attention from you or may want to still talk to you about their concerns, fears or questions that they may have. So therefore it's you know, important that they know that someone is there to listen to them and make time for them. Demonstrate that you know you're listening to them by giving your full attention. You know, make sure that they understand that they can, you know, come and talk to you or their teachers whenever they feel like they need to. And I think this question is in a lot of parents' minds right now. How do we settle our children back to school after spending so much time with them at home the past two weeks? It is good to mentally prepare them before school reopens and tell them what to expect. For example, that the school might be talking to them, you know, about the virus or putting in certain measures to ensure that they continue to practice good hand hygiene. And if there are additional guidelines, you know, from MOE or MOH, it's good and and I would encourage parents to actually share these guidelines with their children as well. The idea here is that the more prepared they are, the more assured that they will feel that things are under control. I would also encourage parents to actually help their children to return back to their usual daily routine because keeping the regular schedule can be something reassuring for the child. So encourage your children yeah, to keep up with their schoolwork and extracurricular activities if those are permitted. But don't push them if they seem overwhelmed. Alicia, how do we explain to children about this worldwide pandemic that is COVID-19 and the current movement control order here in Malaysia without scaring them too much. It is quite an unsettling time yeah, for a child because there's no school, they cannot go out and see their friends or play with their friends. All they see are empty streets and people in masks. So it's important to validate their feelings and offer support. Inform them you know, that it is okay to be nervous or scared and that everyone feels that that way you know from time to time especially now it is important to remember that you know children look to adults for guidance on how to respond to stressful situations so if parents are overly anxious or worried the child would sense it and may feel the same way as well one thing about talking with children is that we need to keep in mind what information that they are capable of absorbing so use age-appropriate language, watch out for their reactions and be sensitive to their level of anxiety. You can actually start by you know, inviting your child to talk about the issue, find out how much they already know about the virus or, or the outbreak and follow their lead. If they are particularly young and haven't really heard about the outbreak or the virus, you don't need to raise the issue. You, know, you just need to take the chance to remind them about good hygiene practices. And for those who might already have some understanding, you might say to your child something like, you know, there's a really strong virus which is spreading fast and making people very sick. I feel that parents should reassure the child that health officials are actually working really hard to ensure people throughout the country stays healthy. So explain to your child the concept of social distancing, that it is something that we are all doing together to help one another to stay safe, to really slow down the spread of the virus in our country. You know my daughter now, every time someone sneezes or coughs, she'll say that they are spreading coronavirus. So (laughs) how do I address this? Yeah, I think it's important to explain um, to your daughter that um, although the symptoms may be similar, but not everyone who sneezes or coughs actually has a virus. It is really a good opportunity to go online, 
you know, to look for information with your daughter to learn about the virus and also about her own immune system to know how to fight off this virus. 